Why go through life letting others lead you when you can use the greatest psychological secrets to make things go your way? Get anyone to do anything and then never feel powerless again. 64,000 is the median number of words per book. Average person reads about 200 words per minute. Simple math will tell us that is one book in 320 minutes. To accomplish this in seven days, numbers say you would have to read for 45 minutes a day. Don't forget to subscribe. Hit that notification button, like, comment, and share. Enjoy. Welcome to the Book of the Week series. Every week, as I read another amazing title, I share it with the world. My name is Igor S.F. Walker. Today, we look at Get Anyone to Do Anything. Never feel powerless again with psychological secrets to control and influence every situation by David J. Lieberman. So how about you slow down and relax? Reduce all that noise for just a bit. Make that choice and decide to listen. In this video, we look at psychological solutions to correcting problems, not people. Anyone can apply these to take control of themselves and the situation they find themselves in. Stick around till the end. I will share with you some tools I haven't used that will help you tremendously in this game of life. Discover a way to find out what actually motivates you, what innate human need is driving all of your decisions and your behavior. I will share some tools to improve your self-awareness, social awareness, self-management, and relationship management. Are you tired of being manipulated and taken advantage of? Do you sometimes feel you're not being listened to and you do not get the respect and cooperation that you do deserve? If you've ever wanted the ability to take control of every conversation and every situation, now you've got it. If you want to be successful in life, you often need to get cooperation from other people. And the number one rule to getting people to do what you want is to get them to like you. If you want to make life go your way, you, of course, want to avoid being manipulated and fooled by people who do not have your best interests at heart. You would need to see through people and easily tell who is out there for you and who's out there to get you. It is in our nature as human beings to seek affiliations, to make friends, and to care about others. But sometimes it can be hard for a person to reach out, to expose his or her true self and feelings. Most people actually want to like, they want to love, they want to connect, but they are afraid. The fact is, 
we like or dislike a person based upon a strict set of mostly unconscious processes. And it doesn't happen by chance. The following is a list of nine psychological laws and phenomena that actually affect, influence, and even alter what we think of someone so you can't get anyone to like you. Number one, law of association. By pairing yourself with pleasurable stimuli, another person will begin to associate you with this feeling. So, if you want to be liked by a person, try talking to him or her when he or she is in a good mood or excited about something. These feelings are then anchored and they're associated with you. And then this person will come to have positive feelings towards you as well. Number two, repeat exposure. The old adage, familiarity breeds content, is commonly accepted, but interestingly enough, it is actually not true. In reality, it is actually the opposite. Numerous studies conclude that the more you interact with someone, the more he or she will like you. Number three, Reciprocal affection, countless studies, and common sense have established that we tend to like more those who are like us. When you find out that someone thinks well of us, we in turn are unconsciously driven to find him or her more likable as well. Number four, similarities. It is not true that opposites attract. We actually like more those people who are similar to us and who have similar interests. Sure, we may find someone interesting because of how different he is for us, but it is the similarities and commonalities that actually generate mutual liking. Like attracts like. Similar to this law is the principle of comrades in arms. Essentially, people who go through life-changing situations together, they tend to create a significant bond. Number five, how you make them feel. How someone feels about you is greatly determined by how you make them feel about themselves. You can spend all day trying to get them to like you and to think well of you, but it's how you make them feel when they are around you that makes all the difference. Number six, rapport. Rapport creates trust, allowing you to build a psychological bridge to someone. The conversation is likely to be more positive and comfortable when two people are in sync with each other. Two powerful tips to establishing and building rapport are matching posture and movements, mirroring, and matching speech. Try to match their rate of speech. When he's speaking in a slow and relaxed tone, you do the same. If she is speaking quickly than you, then you begin to speak more rapidly. Number seven, helping them out. 
studies in human nature show us that people dislike others more after doing them some harm. Now, please note that I did not say that we do harm to those whom we dislike. Although this may be true, the point here is that when we do harm to another, either on purpose or by accident, we are then unconsciously driven to dislike them. Number eight, he's only human. When you want to be seen as more likable, then do something embarrassing and then smile at yourself. Do not try to ignore it or pretend it didn't happen. Self-deprecating humor is a terrific way to ingratiate yourself with anyone. When you show others that you do not take yourself so seriously, it makes them feel closer to you and they want to be around you. Showing that you can laugh at yourself makes you infinitely more approachable and likable. The one who is confident and secure is the one who is apt to laugh at his own mistakes and is not afraid to let people know that he is human. And number nine, positive attitude. Nobody wants to be around a moody, often pissed off, pessimistic person. We all seek, like and admire, those who have a positive, happy outlook and perspective on life. Why? Well, because that is what we all want. And then seeing this desirable spirit in others makes us, makes us like them even more. Like confidence and positive attitude towards life will help you to turn you into a superhuman magnet for attracting people and then getting anyone to love you. The number one tactic for generating a favorable first impression is the easiest to do. Smile. Smiling actually accomplishes four comp powerful things. It conveys confidence. It conveys happiness and enthusiasm. And most important, it actually shows acceptance. People who do smile are perceived as confident. Because when we are nervous or unsure about ourselves or about our surroundings, we tend not to smile. So, smile. Our first impression of someone is so crucial. Because everything we see and hear afterwards actually gets filtered through our initial opinion. In effect, you create an image of a person right when you meet him or her, and then you see his or her subsequent behavior through this image. So if you engage the primacy effect and make the initial moment and the first five minutes or so the very best then the rest of your conversation will actually be filtered through that, thereby creating a highly favorable impression. The psychological phenomena of accessibility and priming can dramatically influence how we are initially perceived. 
lay the unconscious groundwork prior to the meeting. You hate playing games. I know, me too. But you are playing them anyway. So you might as well win. Whether it's business or personal, the rules are the same to gain the upper hand in any relationship. Here's a paradox you do need to understand. You need to behave with the person you do not like the way you have been behaving with the person you do like, and vice versa. Availability. People want what they cannot have. By consistently making yourself available, you're actually diminishing your value. This is not a trick or a game to play, but actually a function of human behavior. Attraction is not a fixed value. That which is plentiful is often underappreciated. And that which is rare, oh, it's held in high regard and it's considered valuable. People want what they cannot have and they want more of what they have to work for. If you're easy to come, then you may be easy to let go. Balance gives you perspective. And perspective allows you to make better decisions in any relationship. Persons likes you base in part of how you make them feel about themselves. Make them feel good and they will feel good about you. Here's one of the greatest truths in life. If you do not place a value on yourself, somebody else will. How do you get the best deal, the finest advantage, or the greatest edge in anything? Here's how. Ask for the moon and then settle for the stars. We are attracted to, we, are, we do admire and tend to like those who we see in control and secure in themselves. The most important dominant factors that affect mood and our emotional state are smile. This is a universal sign that you're comfortable. And according to several studies, the very act of smiling calms you down and it actually makes you feel more relaxed. And then the other thing is breath, breathe. Ah, when we're nervous, we tend to hold our breath. So deep, breathe, breathe deeply and breathe regularly. This will calm you down instantly. It will make it easier for you to think, to react, to respond, to speak clearly and confidently. Now, friendship is the foundation for any relationship. How do you look at a friendship? What needs to be there? Interest. One important criteria that defines a friend is how interested the person is in your life. Loyalty. Tell a secret about a mutual friend and see if it, get back, if it gets back to him or her. Pride. Your true friends are proud of your accomplishments, not jealous of your successes. Honesty. True friend is someone who tells you the things that you do not want to hear. Respect. There's a difference between curiosity and concern. Sacrifice. 
Is she willing to give up something if it means making you happy? Friendship. Now, the seven deadly tricks to watch out for in the manipulator's bag of tricks is stocked with seven deadly tactics that could have you jumping through their hoops so you can watch out for them and then never be manipulated again. Now, these powerful manipulators are guilt, intimidation, appeal to ego, fear, curiosity, or desire to be liked and love. So anyone who uses any of these is attempting to move you from logic to emotion to playing field that's actually not so leveled. So look and listen objectively, not only to the words, but also to the message. These abusive maneuvers, they interfere with your ability to digest the facts. When these emotions creep in to your thinking, temporarily suspend your feelings, your sensations in the body, and then look at the messenger as well as the message. If you hear anything that sounds like these manipulators, well then stop, reevaluate the situation. Do not act quickly and emotionally. Wait and objectively gather the facts so you do not become a hand puppet for the malevolent. When people bluff at anything in poker or in real world, they manipulate how confident they appear. This means that they are trying to create the opposite impression of how they truly feel. Remember, the confident person, the one who's not bluffing, isn't interested in how he's coming across. He or she is unconcerned with his image, unlike his bluffing counterpart, who's consumed by others' perception of them. So ask a question that does not accuse a person of anything, but rather alludes to the act. Then simply gauge their response, and then you will learn right away if they are hiding anything. We can easily direct behavior and thoughts of other people by your words and your actions, by changing the things you do and you say to others. You change their attitudes and their behavior towards you. It's really that simple. You change their world by changing you. People don't operate in a vacuum, but they think and behave in response to their world. So change their world and you change their responses. A simple formula that uses six different psychological tactics. You can motivate anyone to take action anytime. Number one, limit options. Narrow person's options to avoid extensive deliberation. Fewer choices mean that he or she will make a decision faster and be less likely to dwell on it afterwards. Number two, give a deadline. Give a deadline for taking action. A deadline restricts freedom and increases our desire to gain what is rare and then become scarcer. <coughs> this greatly motivates us to move forward and then to take immediate action. Number three. Use the law of inertia. If you're able to get the person moving in the right direction, either physically or mentally, 
starting with something easy and or fun, he or she will likely to continue follow through. Why is this so? Well, human beings have a strong need for consistency with their action. Number four, expectation. Number five, processing information. And number six, additional incentive. Offer any small additional benefit for taking action now. This will significantly increase your chances of gaining compliance. Engage the law of consistency. By first having an individual commit to a smaller request, when we take a small step in one direction, we are driven to maintain a sense of consistency by agreeing to a larger request. Use your words and your actions to engage the law of expectation. Keep in mind that the number one psychological rule that determines if someone will do something for you, even with you, is that he or she must, to some extent, like you and preferably trust you. Number one psychological rule. 90% of the decisions we make are based on emotions. We then use logic to justify our action. You must arouse emotion in your attempt to persuade. Often a specific game plan with a clear-cut course of action for proceeding, offer it. Then add to this how your idea will actually prevent negative or unpleasant consequences. This is more effective than explaining what someone will gain by listening to you. Now, if true, remind them how they are in some way the one who first actually gave you this idea. Let them know, too, that this new way of thinking is really consistent with who they are. Relate to things that they have done which are consistent with this current belief or current action. Do not come across as know-it-all. And you will be perceived as more credible and more sincere in these situations. Remember that enthusiasm is contagious. If you're not excited about the idea, well, they will not be excited about it either. Avoid apathy by increasing personal responsibility. This is done by letting them know that you have no one else to turn to. Your request should contain three components. A, specifically what you want. B, how they will in some way feel good about doing you the favor. And then C, the relative ease with which they can accomplish the task. Most important is to keep asking, keep asking, keep asking, keep asking. Most of the time people just say no because it's easy and they're used to it. Persistence in asking in accordance with these laws will give you every opportunity to gain cooperation. People will follow someone who makes them feel good and valuable, not someone who makes them feel unimportant. Leaders win the trust and support of the people through their identification with them. So do not set yourself apart from the crowd, but remain one of the people in the crowd. Avoid appearing rigid and dogmatic. 
in light of new information, a minority that holds to the same position, regardless of the situation, is not as effective as one that demonstrates a degree of flexibility. Do not ask someone to change his or her mind without introducing additional information. The mind, like a group with nothing to occupy it, will actually turn against itself. When we have nothing to focus our attention on, our mind creates its own unrest. Our brain does. And then fear begins to take root. But as soon as there is something of interest that absorbs our attention, our brain quiets down. Never do anything out of fear. If you can't avoid it, fear clouds your thinking. And it places your focus on the negative outcome. If you need to win, then you will actually lose because you are focusing on what is at stake and not on the objective. So detach yourself from the objective and then get in the zone before you take action. The unknown is what needs to be clarified. It is for this reason that many people will disrupt an enjoyable telephone conversation with a good friend to answer an unknown caller, anonymous call waiting. Why? Well, because they do not know who it is, and it may be important. The unknown beckons us. So, leave a message that in some way shows your appreciation, but isn't clear as to what it is about. Human beings have an inherent curiosity. And by not making your message completely clear, it forces the person you are trying to reach to clarify what is this about. So, let the person know that you are prepared to face and accept any consequences for your actions and that your faith is in their hands. You must restore their sense of power. So, demonstrate how the set of circumstances that actually led you to your behavior can never occur again in the future. If fear was a part of your motivation, then be sure to explain exactly how your actions were rooted in this fear. Show that your actions did not produce any of the anticipated gain or benefits for you. Whenever someone acts rudely or cruelly to you, it's always because of one of these four reasons. First, he or she thinks you dislike him or her. Second, they feel threatened by you. Third, she or he acts cruelly to everyone. And then fourth, you have given them a reason to dislike you. There are essentially two characteristics Whoa! of a rumor that dictate whether or not it spreads like wildfire or it simply fizzles out. The reasons rumors spread is because they're interesting <laughs> and they sound believable. 
And it has been said that a partial truth is more dangerous than a total lie. It is because nobody gossips about what is obviously false and blatantly stupid. But with a grain of truth, ooh, it becomes plausible. And that's what makes it interesting to talk about. So listen with an open mind, not just to confirm what you want to hear. Do not ask advice from someone who may be jealous or envious of you and your ideas. Do not ask advice from someone who has any type of stake in the outcome, emotional, financial, or otherwise. Get feedback from a cross-section of people. The more opinions you get, the greater perspective you will have. The best time to criticize is when you are removed from the event. So put time between the event and your critique. Tell the person that you are mentioning this because you do care. Always criticize in private. Criticize the act, not the person, and then offer the solutions. The first rule of an effective debate, argument, or a heated conversation is to never ever get defensive. The minute you begin to defend yourself against an accusation, you lost. The other big mistake we all make is to accept the person's premise and then argue from that point. Since your objective is not to get defensive, you need to go on the offensive. This way you can defend yourself without getting defensive. So when you are asked a question, do not get defensive and do not argue from her premise. Ask her a question as to why she believes what she does and then have her argue her point. Answering abstract questions intelligently is nearly impossible. Bring it to something clear and specific and then respond. Don't be goaded into responding to a vague statement. You simply cannot win. Change the question, reduce it to specifics, and then answer. When you are in control, you're accomplishing more and you're feeling terrific about yourself and about your life. Now, empowering others will allow you to take your personal growth to an entirely new level. And there you have it. Get anyone to do anything. Never feel powerless again. Please do help out. It is easy. Simply like this video so more people can enjoy it. By you liking it, we get into the algorithm, then more people see this is important information, this is good stuff. People need this. Share it. Share it too. Spread the word. That helps a lot. Leave a comment and share your thoughts. Talk to me, talk to each other. Let's get a conversation going. Subscribe to my channel and stay up to date. Click that bell thingy so you get notified. And the link to this book, amazing book, is in the description below. Buy it, read, never stop learning. And then especially learning about yourself and nature. So gift yourself by taking the free human needs test on my website and find out 
What actually motivates you? What innate human need is driving all of your decisions and your behavior. And if you feel you are ready to improve your self-awareness, social awareness, self-management, and relationship management even further, then do check out my Master of Life Awareness program. The links are in the description below. Thank you. Love and respect.